The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Then they came to Capernaum, and on the Sabbath Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. In their synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed him, and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, What is this, a new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. His fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good evening. Uh, this is really a rare opportunity. Um, it's like we've created our own sanctuary here, not just the building, but thinking about that second reading, St. Paul to the Corinthians, the focus on the anxiousness of the world. Whether you don't like the Chiefs, whether uh, you don't like football, whether you're taping it, priority. Priority to be here, right now. It's a wonderful gift. Um, there's a book, uh, if you read any of C.S. Lewis's work, Surprised by Joy. He talks about the joy of an unopened treasure or gift, just sitting with it. Not getting excited about having it, but just being with it. That's, that's what we've kind of built right here. Everyone is focused and their priority is in a place that puts God above most of the rest of the crowd. It's a beautiful thing. That's a, that's a holy thing. I mean, this, you, can't, you can't really manufacture that. This is a special, a special service that we have that just you can't replicate very often. Uh, our readings, the first reading, um, comes from Deuteronomy. And Moses wrote this at the end of his life. And he wrote it to clarify some things and remind the Israelites of what they needed to be thinking about when they entered the Promised Land, that they remember from their history. And so a lot of the details in this reading from Deuteronomy um, helps fill in some blanks from other books, especially Exodus. And that's the case for this one reading, and it really helps us understand the Gospel reading. 
So when the Israelites, shortly after leaving Egypt, uh, they arrive at Mount Sinai. Now it's called here, it's renamed to Horeb, Mount Horeb, but it's the same mountain. And God's plan was originally to come down and talk directly to the Israelites. Well, he came down in power. He came down in a cloud. There was fire. There was lightning. There was thud. There was noise. The mountain trembled. The people were terrified. They asked Moses to go up and intercede for them. They couldn't handle the truth, if you will. There's truth, the divine truth, and they couldn't handle that, and they wanted someone to intercede. Now Moses here is saying, remember that, because one day God is going to raise up a person to come and you will listen to him. That's Jesus. And that's exactly where we are with this reading in the synagogue. We're still in the first chapter of Mark. Jesus has just started his ministry in Galilee. He's, he's uh, arrived, he's called a couple of disciples. This is really his first act of really doing anything. And what happens? The unclean spirit he knows who Jesus is. He knows this is the one that God has raised up. Jesus says, come out of there. He obeys. He knows. The unclean spirit knows what's going on here. And what's interesting is the unclean spirit, reading the tea leaves, if you will, understanding what the prophets had prophesied with judgment, are you going to destroy us? Jesus has a different plan. I haven't come to destroy anyone. I've come to create new hearts. I've come to relate and have a relationship and teach these people how to love me. That's what he's doing. It confounds the Jews, it confounds the evil spirits, but here it is. Now what happened on Mount Horeb, or Sinai, God appeared, but the people couldn't take him in. If you will, they couldn't consume him, they didn't know how to relate to him. Here's Jesus in a completely different package of love. And here the people are trying to relate with that, many of them do, but he's packaged in a different way so he can be consumed. His word, his life can be consumed. Well, we get to the Eucharist. That's where this is all leading, the consuming of the body and blood of Christ. In the sixth chapter of John, you'll remember, he's, he says, you have to eat my body and drink my blood. And the disciples are like, I, I, 
I can't. I don't even know what you're saying. This is, this is such a hard teaching. It's so hard. What does Jesus do? He works a miracle, the best miracle for us, past the resurrection. His body, blood, soul, and divinity for us to consume as nutrition, as food to sustain us. What a miraculous miracle. But there's a second miracle. And it's as loving as the miracle of Jesus coming in a form that we can love, a form that we can relate to, a form that we can consume. When Father Sudeep consecrates this bread and wine, and he becomes the body and blood of Jesus, what does Jesus do? You've heard the substance, the body and blood, soul and divinity, that's the substance of the bread and wine. It's an accident. The accident is that we see bread and wine. Uh, uh, for me, I'm a man. That's my substance. I'm tall. That's an accident or a property. Um, I'm overweight. Um, okay, maybe that's not an accident. Um, maybe I've contributed to that, but that's a property of me. The substance is man. That bread and wine, the substance, is Jesus. The miracle, that's, that follow-on miracle. We see the accidents of bread and wine. They remain. And why is that? Why is it fitting? Our weakness. Our weakness to be able to understand what we're eating. The nourishment. So it's a continual reminder that the bread and wine substantially, really, the body and blood of Christ. But we, what a miracle to be left with those properties that remind us of why Jesus is doing this, our nutrition to carry on through this life.